Welcome back to the College Comrades Podcast. We did it. We're on number three now. Killing it. Yes, yes. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, we really need content for this. Po- I mean, we don't need content. I'm sure we can come up with stuff, but we do want to interact with you listeners. Um, so give us content. Give us things to talk about. Text us. Um, drop something. Drop a tweet at us. On Twitter. College Comrades on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then follow us on Spotify. Our, from episode two, we had eight followers. We've now oh, doubled. We're at 17 followers now. Um, so shout out to all you guys. Um, Very appreciated. And we got a lot of good feedback. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts now. Um, I saw that there's one person listening on Apple Podcasts, so shout out to whoever you are. Um, you're killing it out there. Um, yeah. So, find us there. And If you guys want to hear our opinions on something, or if you want to hear like what we think about a certain topic, or you just want us to engage an idea, then yep, be sure to tell us that, because we want to help you out with that. Yeah, exactly. And also... If we have new information on when a new podcast is coming or a Q&A or something, uh, you'll have the information if you follow us on our Twitter. Yeah, you'll find out who our guest is in the upcoming weeks. Uh, actually, in the next two podcasts. We'll do a guest every once in a while. So for podcast number five, we have a guest planned. Um, and we'll you'll hear it um, there first, usually. Um, and you'll hear it in the previous episode beforehand, um, before we bring that person on. So, uh, listen to it there. Also, um, if you interact with us on Twitter, it gives us, um, it reaffirms us. Uh, we got a lot of good feedback on the embarrassing stories. Um, so like we promised, we're going to do that every single time. Uh, we've changed the format of our podcast. Uh, we're going to see how it works out this time. Um, but with that being said, let's go straight into embarrassing stories or awkward moments or uh, just funny social situations that we've been in over the past week. Who wants to go first? I will kick it off. Last week, I talked about my embarrassing story in that prayer circle where I cut off Drew and made a terrible impression on Gavin's sister-in-law, Shelly. So... Now I'm going to talk about more embarrassing stories I've had with Shelly because all of them have been uncomfortable and awkward. So we went to Disneyland to kind of celebrate the end of the school year. I went uh, with my whole family and with Gavin's fiance's whole family. We love them. They're super cool. Shout out to you. And um, when we got on a shuttle bus, I remember... I couldn't go into one of the lanes with my family because it could only hold like four people. So they all went there. And then I went into the lane that had Ryan and Shelly. So I I go in there and like, you know, there's one more spot open because there are only three of us and like four can sit down. So, you know, I get in and I look behind me and I think this old lady wants to come and sit next to me. So I like scoot down over to Shelly without looking at her. And then when I turn back, my whole family, Gavin's fiance, his fiance's parents, my parents, everyone looked at me just scoot over and like shoulder to shoulder with Shelly. Even her <laughs> husband wasn't shoulder to shoulder with Shelly. Everyone's, I felt so embarrassed because like, you know, I think she's cool. 
I want to be. I hope she thinks I'm cool. <laughs> but here I am. I like scoot up right next to her, not even looking. And the face she made was like, "What on earth are you doing?" How <laughs> How old is she? You think she like thirties, uh, mid twenties, early twenties? She's probably late twenties. Okay. Okay. So she's not. Yeah, like maybe twenty six or twenty seven. Okay. Cool. Right. You think she's like, what is this guy doing hitting on she me? She probably thinks he's like mad weird because like you said, every situation right. with you is just awkward. Right. So. You know, I scoot up real close to her. I cut Drew off to hold her hand. I, it's it, it's not a good situation. You should just make it super explicit next time you see her. You should be like, hey, <laughs> just so you know, I don't like you, so stop hitting on me. Oh my god. No, <laughs> no, no. Said, yeah, weird reaction out of that. No, no, no. Just completely flip the script on her. <laughs> Uh, that'd be funny. Well, there's my embarrassing story. More awkward interactions with Shelly. <clears throat> I'll, I'll go next. Um, so, I uh, was with my uncle, and we were going to work, and uh, before we began, we go to like a 7-Eleven or something and, and get some food or a drink. And uh, as we were... We were uh, as we were going in, this girl was leaving, and I was like, okay, I'll be a gentleman. Held the door open, <clears throat> and as she was, like, going through, she didn't say anything. She didn't say thank you or anything, so I just closed the door right on her, and then I just Ooh. walked in the other door. Ooh. I was like, what? damn bitch, come on. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Jeez, wait, so you open this door for this chick. To be nice. Yeah. And she doesn't yeah. say thank you, so you shut it in her yeah, face. Yeah, I closed it on her face. <laughs> so so you just you really wanted to thank you. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you do to all is that what you do to all women? Yeah, beat women. Oh okay. no. You heard okay. it first here. Um no. It's just like some people are unappreciative and it's like, come on man. Did she like give you a look or something or what? No, she didn't even look at me. Oh she saw it was held open. She looked at me and she was held open and then she just like walked walked past and I was like, yo, I'm not gonna like let that pass. Come on now, Man, you just ruined yeah. her day. Well, just slamming the <laughs> door. Her fault. She's gonna go to work now and be like this semi-brown kid slammed <laughs> the door in my face, and now I'm pissed. That's well, just two words she had to say. I mean, you could be one, you know. You know easy, thanks, and that's yeah. it. It wasn't really an embarrassing story. It's just like awkward interaction. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I got an awkward interaction. I was gone. <clears throat> this weekend for a wedding for one of my buddies' weddings, um, and I was in it, and I, they're like, we're at the rehearsal dinner trying to figure out who's walking down with who, and they had told me like before like uh, you'll you'll figure it out like we're gonna do it by height and I was like okay whatever, um, so they're pairing off people and some of them I have I've like recognized because I lived in Legrand for a little while I recognized one recognized another. Well, then there was this one girl that was, like, super familiar, <clears throat> and they had, like, tried to hook me up with her, um, like, a few summers before, so it was already awkward enough that I'm walking down with this girl that they have, the people that were getting married have, like, already tried to pawn me off to, um, so it was, like, super awkward, but what made it even more awkward is I stayed with one of my buddies, um, at Corbin, and she actually goes to Corbin, and she saw me there both times that I went. I've been to Corbin twice now just to visit friends, and she saw me both times that I was there, 
and like I don't want to say followed me around, but she like knew where I was <laughs> and was talking to me in line about like where I was, and I was like, "This is creepy." Oh man, <laughs> real weird. And I was like, and I was like, try- I'm I have learned that maybe it's just my confidence now that I'm married, <laughs> but I think I just noticed like girls looking at me more often and same with Malia she notices guys like hitting on her more often at work and so we try and flash our rings but I don't think people give a crap about the so, rings some nowadays. people get you know they they flirt more when they see the ring yeah they, it's they, they crazy. think of it as like a challenge or something I don't know some people don't got respect for it but, but no it was awkward I walked it down the aisle to one of my friend's weddings with a girl that they had been trying to set me up with so who was hitting on you and following you? Yeah, hitting on me and following me in Corbin, at Corbin. So, that's my uh, that's my embarrassing, awkward story. Um, I had talked about how we were going to switch things up this podcast, and we are actually gonna do start doing our ad break in the middle. Um, so you'll probably hear Kai's cute little voice here in a <laughs> second, and he'll tell you about all of our sponsors. Um, and this gives you guys, the listeners, an opportunity to be involved. Um, if you want to pitch an idea or if you're an entrepreneur or you're freelancing your work, um, we definitely want to help promote you. Um, I'm, we're, I mean, we're not big now, so, you know, a couple bucks and we can probably get you in, uh, in this like ad segment. Um, but we definitely want to hear um, about you guys' businesses. We want to promote it. So hit us up. Um, we have, uh, you know, Twitter. Twitter is probably the best way to get a hold of us or just text us. Um, and then Andre and Kai and I will decide if we want to uh, put you in, if we support your business, if it's, um, I don't know, human sex trafficking. We're probably not going to promote yeah, that's it. A, that's a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> So, if it's anti-human sex trafficking, then we will definitely promote it. We'll promote it for free. Um, actually, maybe not. They're where gonna, where are we going with this? I don't know where we're going with this. We're going to go and do an ad segment now. <laughs> you'll, you'll, hear, you'll hear us back in a minute or so. Yeah. Yep. So, we're going to take an ad break, and we'll see you in a minute. <laughs> From our break. Um, this episode, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. Um, we talked about that a little bit on the last one. Yeah, we introduced um, it, but we didn't get into it. And we said we'll save it, and here we are. And the list is very extensive. Um, we've got uh, anything from government conspiracy theories to um, idealists, um, Man, this, there's some good stuff on here, and I've got two questions to ask you guys towards the end to wrap it all up into a nice, pretty little present for our listeners. Um, where do you guys want to start? There's a, there's a big list sitting in front of me, from Tupac to 9-11 to Area 51. There's, um, the, is Hitler still alive? Like, what do we want to start with? I think the obvious uh, candidate is the moon landing. Okay. Cause start, start us off. off yep. Yeah, because I'm a huge moon landing fanatic. So we'll, me and Noah will step back a little bit, like Kai get into his bag, and then yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Now, real quick, we'll pitch I, in. I just want to double check. Both of you, do you believe we landed on the moon in 1969? Um, I don't know a lot of information about it, but 
I know I've heard people say that the the footage and all looks fake and and stuff like that. I don't I don't know. I I on the fence. <laughs> I I'm also on the fence. I would I wouldn't be surprised if it I here here's what I'll say. I know we have been on the moon before. Um interesting. I don't by we I mean humans as a race. Yeah, as a whole, yeah. I know that we as humans have been on the moon. Was the first moon landing staged? I wouldn't be surprised. They because were, they were in a race with Russia. Yeah, so we were exactly. in a race with Russia. So it could just be to get Russia to go to the moon. Yeah. Also, there is some, I don't know if it's hard evidence, but there is evidence showing, which you're, I'm sure you're going to talk about, Absolutely. that it was faked. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised, nor would I th- do I think it would affect my life in any way. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I do know we have been on the moon. Can oh so I'm gonna say one thing and I'm not sure you know it's just something I've seen before about it and it is um in the like the 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 video when they plant the flag it's waving and is there like wind in space uh so it's not waving it does look like it's waving because they shoved metal wires through the flag to make it appear, to make it stand up okay. Yeah, and they made it into a waving pattern. If it's actually moving at the time, I don't think that's what it is. I okay. wouldn't be surprised if... And I, a good example of it is um, something that I learned in photography. I wouldn't be surprised if we went to the moon after the Russians made it on the moon and then made it look like it was our first time being there. Kind of like there's this photo of... The I don't know after what battle it is, but these soldiers are lifting up this big flag. You guys have seen the photo. It's a iconic yeah, it's, photo. Yeah, the uh, Iwo Jima statue. Yeah, but that photo wasn't taken the first time they did it. They had to stage it and do it a second time, and then the photo was taken. Um, huh. And it's like written down, and it's historical, completely accurate, um, that they did it. The second time. That's the photo was taken the second time they did that. Uh-huh. Um, so I want that's where I think I stand on the whole moon landing as far as Americans doing it first. I think that Russia did it. F- I, oh, I'm, I'm going to be loose with this <laughs> because I don't want to get quoted because I can be convinced on this. My guess is the Russians landed first. We staged it the first time to make them land on it. And then we went. And after the Russians and said, yeah, we did it. We set up camp and whatnot. So, All right. Well, I have for both of you and for our whole audience a document in front of me titled Top 10 Reasons Why I Believe the Moon Landing Was Faked. All right. Let's get into it. Yeah, I'll I'll just go, you know, right into them because there's a lot of content here. Number one, there's no blast crater under the rocket. Okay, so explain That's that. true. Oh, I will yeah. explain that. Um, you know how the rocket has a bunch of l- huge landing pads, right? Right. Uh, the reason they're so large is because they expected there to be feet and feet of dust because the moon would have been collecting dust this whole time just from space in general. And they expected, oh, what if we landed all this dust? And then when the rocket landed, it didn't blow away anything and there is no crater from the rocket's landing and it lands with fire and then when it takes off again you know it shoots uh, more fire up okay okay reason number two there is an absence of engine noise in the recording 
So when they were recording to land the pl- the moon landing rocket, the, whatever they were, the ship, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> the shuttle. Yeah, when they were recording in the shuttle, the uh, head engineer, the captain said, engines stop to turn off the engine, and there's literally no change in the noise. Uh, well, well, it is well, 1969. Would... I don't think sound existed back then. <laughs> well, it it would have uh, picked up on their mics, though, right? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, what, it would have picked up because it's loud enough, especially on a rocket. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy loud. Yeah, even if like, so like people who you know, an airplane goes by, you know, you can hear that from like, yeah, way away, and you can hear it in the airplane. And if you're on the moon, I mean, I don't know, if, you know, sound is crazy there, but still, but on it's their, on the inside in of mics, the plane. Yeah, you would be able to hear it. Yeah. And I would assume a, like a a space rocket slash shuttle would be louder than a plane. Right. The the thrusting engines would vibrate the ship. Vibrations are sound, and mm-hmm. it would have been really loud on the mics. And yeah. then he says, "Engine stop," and nothing happens. Interesting. Mm. I'm gonna have to look this mm. up. I'm, I'm intrigued. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> there's no space dust on the foot pads, so on the landing pads, it didn't bring any dust with it. That's a very small one. Okay. Uh, the amount of fuel it would have taken for a return trip is—it's such a large amount of fuel that the rocket wouldn't have been able to carry it. Oh, like the, it's because the, the moon is two hundred and sixty-seven thousand miles away, and how long does that take? A few months? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Continue. All right. Yeah, you look it up. But the there's no way they had enough storage for the fuel yeah. to get to the moon and to get back from the moon. Uh, all right, reason number five, the photos. So when they were taking pictures of the moon, they landed, they look one way, boop, take a picture, and then they turn around and take another picture. And the horizons are exactly the same, but the foreground is different. So like I've a, heard about this a one. few rocks are in different places and a few craters look a little shifted. Also, mm. there are no stars in the photos. Ooh. Uh, well, I mean, depending on how high quality... You know, have you ever tried to capture stars? It's pretty hard. Like with your, like a camera on your phone, it's kind of hard to capture stars. But then again, they would be closer when they <laughs> well, something like that. It, it would be harder to capture stars with our atmosphere because atmosphere yeah. often gets in the way. But with no atmosphere, I would imagine it'd yeah, be easier true. to capture stars. That's true. All right, I found this. Um, it took Apollo 11, uh, the spaceship that carried Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins, and Buzz Aldrin, to the moon. In 1969, it took them four days and six hours and 45 minutes. To get there on one time or, yeah, or to get just there? Just to get there. Huh. Okay. Wow. That happened on uh, July 20th <laughs> when they landed, it says. When they <laughs> landed, if they landed. <laughs> Could you, uh, that's actually coming up really soon. Can you say their names, names again? Um, Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins, and Buzz Aldrin. Okay. Interesting. It wasn't. So they say didn't they say like Neil Armstrong was the first, but he wasn't the first. Something like that. Like um, one of those guys went first or something, and then they just well, gave Neil the credit. I mean, someone took a video of it, of him yeah, getting off the moon. <laughs> were they on the moon? Uh, oh shoot! No, no by the who way, who set up the camera? Of him getting off the. Okay, wait, wait. I'm I'm not done with the photos yet. <laughs> okay, Ooh. keep going. So, uh, the foreground, if you were like to just lift up the rocks, the ground looks a lot like New Mexico. Also, uh, in the foreground, there are random crosshairs on the objects when they were taking photos. 
as if they were staging the objects and they said, all right, well, we want it to be here for this camera. And then they forgot to remove the crosshairs in the photo. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, there are also shadows going in different directions as if there were stage lights. Instead of one sun? Right, (laughs) trying to light up the Hmm. the scene. I I have seen that photo. I know what you're talking about there. (laughs) All right, reason number six. This one is incredibly interesting. Ten astronauts since the moon landing died under suspicious circumstances. So you're saying the first people, none of them did? I I can't describe. I don't know how all of them died and who all of them were, but they would just die, you know, in under interesting car crashes in the middle of the night or or like oh, that person died of just I did hear one thing about um a guy was like exposing it and then he like got in a car crash or something like that. Like mm-hmm. he said it wasn't real. And yeah, then, that happened. Then he got murdered or something, but they said it was an accident. I've heard that before. <laughs> I'm looking at these photos and it's crazy. I never noticed that there's no stars. <laughs> in these photos and in space <laughs> yeah you're in space and you don't see stars and it could be because you know the cameras and the light exposure just sucks but i don't know man i think they would come they would show mm-hmm. at least in one photo right because they'd be a lot brighter than anything else because there's no atmosphere nothing to block the light coming in all right, have you guys seen or at least heard of 2001 Space Odyssey? Nope. No? Andre, have you heard of that movie? Uh, no. All right, well, it was a movie released in... Maybe I have, actually. Just ...in 1968. Okay. The year before the moon landing. Okay. And we were in the middle of the Cold War with Russia, and basically we wanted Russia to outspend themselves. So this movie, 2001 Space Odyssey, comes out, and everyone sees people in space going around the moon. And that's basically the prototype movie where it's, it shows just before the moon landing that we have the available means to produce an authentic moon landing video. So basically, because it came out a year before, the government says, hey, that's a really good idea. And then, you know, we film the movie of the moon landing. Yeah. You guys see where I'm going with that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, reason number eight. Nobody has been able to prove that we landed on the moon. Did you say, oh, look at the film? Yeah. Hmm. It, so even the Space Hubble telescope can't pick up the American flag we left up on the moon. And, hmm. and it can take pictures of other galaxies and stars in other galaxies. You would imagine it can pick up the LEM or the thing we left there, you know? Yeah, what if we just Google Earth this? Do you think we'll see it? <laughs> no, that's weird. I mean, and I guess it goes off of what your definition of proof is. Because right. for me, a video would make sense until someone like you points out every single flaw mm-hmm. in that video, <laughs> including sound and lighting exposure, mm-hmm. but and like the shadows and stuff. But that's pretty interesting that... Yeah. Maybe the Russians took our flag. <laughs> Maybe. Sure they did. All right, we're almost done. Uh, reason nine, the video. 
you guys, or at least have seen ramifications or like the videos of man walking and jumping on the moon, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you if you play that video at double speed, it looks like guys running. Like normal? Yeah. Just running in spacesuits. Hmm. Yep. Reason number 10. Have you ever heard of the Van Allen radiation belt? Uh, I have not. No. So the Van Allen radiation belt is this belt around the Earth of radiation, go figure, where we still cannot get life to pass. Because in 2005, NASA released a video called Orion Trial by Fire, where they sent the Orion spacecraft with no passengers, because if it had passengers, they would have died in the Van Allen radiation belt. It sent the Orion spacecraft into the Van Allen radiation belt, where we lost connection with it, as was planned, and it fell to Earth because it experienced too much radiation. Now, if we cannot, in 2005, get people through this Van Allen radiation belt, how did we get people through this Van Allen radiation belt in 1969? Global warming. (laughs) No, that's a good point. Um, So that debunks your theory that we have been there since 1969. Yeah, it does. Oh, man. I don't know what to do with this information. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. So, that is what we have on the moon landing. Have I convinced you? It's pretty convincing. I mean, especially the way that um, they don't have ways to prove it. That that mm. we they have been, besides, oh, look at the tape or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, if there's flaws in the tape, how... You know, how are you supposed to believe it? And also, some people believe it just because they want to, you know, they're right. like, oh, because I believe it is, then it is. Yeah. And then so then, then like, you mm-hmm. know. I think I stand in the same position. I would want to do more research. And I'd want to talk to, like, a professional, like, I don't know, film director. Mm-hmm. I think I'd want to talk to one of those guys and have Take, him analyze could it be the video. Fake? Yeah. And I'd want to have an astronomer and either an astronomer or a professional photographer explain why there aren't stars right. when you're looking at the Earth from the moon. Like mm-hmm. why when you look out to space you don't see stars. Um, I think those are – if I had that information, I think I'd be able to land somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I think I still stand on my previous position. I I was on the fence when we started. Um, I think I'm leaning a little more off the fence, but I'm still like hanging on. If that makes sense, <laughs> right? It's just hard to believe, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, especially, especially like as a kid, this is what you're taught. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you're taught that Neil Armstrong was the first man to walk on the moon. Like, ever since we're little kids, we we're taught to believe this. So. Yeah, you know, going yeah. against that is weird. Which takes us straight into flat Earth. Is the Ooh. Earth flat? I don't have much information on this. <laughs> Yikes. But, I think, I mean... You, you saw a documentary about Yeah, it, right? there's a documentary that came out on Netflix, which... It's not the best, but it was definitely interesting. Uh-huh. Um, basically, there's this guy. I wish I knew his name off the top of my head. He believes that... The Earth is flat for a number of reasons. Um, Flat Earthers, at least the majority of Flat Earthers. There are 
I want to say subsects of flat earthers that believe in different theories of what flat earth looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, For some, we live in this big dome uh, created by, you know, some world government that controls night and day for us all. Yeah. And there's others that believe, which they can believe in the dome theory. There's others that believe that it just drops off, um, and then, and then you just fall into space or something like that. Um, and then there's people that believe in the big ice wall. Um, so, but the, in the, in the documentary, they were trying to, they're trying to measure the curvature of the earth. Um, and basically what they did was they set up a laser, um, like five feet off the ground and shot that laser three miles across a, like a river or something like that to, uh, like a board that was, or like this big piece of plywood that's five feet off the ground. Okay. Um, and if the earth had curvature, had any curve to it, then that <laughs> would have seen it line would be higher than five feet. Right. Um, there were a lot of things that went wrong into that where, because like, you know, as light travels, it expands. So this Ooh. laser becomes very, goes very thin and then becomes, you know, takes up the entire board. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They, so that fell through. There's a bunch of, uh, you know, variables that, that mess with that idea. They also use this device that, um, from my understanding, is just basically this big fancy compass. I'm not a scientist, so I, I, could, get, I could be wrong. It's this big compass that will tell if the Earth is flat or round. Um, the th- That's what I have on it. Um, basically, their premise is that... Um, and you guys can look up stuff while I'm talking mm-hmm. to help me with this. But basically their principle is you've been taught this for so long and now that people are going that people are going against it, um, like what if? I think it's that's the big thing behind it is like, well, what if the world like the earth is flat? Like we were taught for so long that it's round. So if it's mm-hmm. flat, like you know, what are we kind of like in the in the in the old days, like back before you know Christopher Columbus supposedly traveled around the Earth. Um, Magellan, you mean that guy too? Um, <laughs> but uh, supposedly, like in that in those times, in 1492 or whatever, they believed the Earth was flat. And mm-hmm. then we went and found some land, and now we think that the Earth is round. Um, round. Yeah. And now that we've done a bunch of research, um, and we're actually trying to prove, like, is the Earth flat or round or whatever, um, we've gone back to this. I not we. I don't. I I'm I'm thoroughly convinced the Earth is round. I am too. Um, <laughs> but. They have some truth to it. Like, if this is what we've been taught since we were kids, and there is some semi-solid evidence that the Earth is flat, like, why not look into that? Why not believe that? 
Uh, most flat earthers are like underground, but there's a bunch of them coming up and like going rising uh, up around the globe. Yeah, rising up around the globe. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the idea is like, what if we are wrong? Like, like there, we this could be a flat Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing, one thing I think about that is is um, <clears throat> so even if if it was flat, right, when you know, it comes nighttime, I feel like there wouldn't even be, like, much of a a time change or a different time for sunset, because... Everyone would experience yeah, the sunset. Yeah, when time. it comes off the right. earth, no one would have light. Yeah. It would just be completely dark for the whole planet for 12 hours. Actually, there are two suns. So, oh, true, huh? Yeah. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the if that's the case, everyone there wouldn't really be that much of a if all a time difference, and the sun's mm-hmm. big enough, so it you know there wouldn't be a time difference. Right? <laughs> it's not like it's small and then it'd be brighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will be brighter for some people because it'll be right next to it. But that's one way you know to think about. It. It's like it'd be the whole planet would be dark uh, unless there was two suns. The whole planet would be dark. <laughs> At nighttime, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at, the, at an article and it kind of explains that, um, kind of what they would say against that. I'm not going to read it because it's a big long paragraph. But um, another some other ideas that they've got is that Earth's gravity is an illusion, um, and objects aren't going downward. Uh, it says instead the disk of the Earth accelerates upward. <laughs> um, <That's laughs> currently, there is disagreement among flat Earthers about whether or not Einstein's theory, theory of relativity permits Earth to accelerate. Just a bunch of uh, interesting stuff. Um, but there's like tons of people that believe this, like. This may sound extremely outlandish, um, and after watching watching the documentary, I don't think it's that outlandish. Um, I do think they're wrong, but I don't think it's... <laughs> you don't think it's too crazy? No, I don't think it's too it's crazy. Possible. Um, I think it's too crazy. I mean, people like Shaq, B.O.B., like, all these, like, famous people believe the same thing, and they've put their money towards, like, figuring out if the world is if the earth is actually flat. Um, and so they've got different methods of trying to figure this out. But basically the idea is like, why trust what we've known all along? Right. Um, why trust NASA? You gotta have even open... going back to the moon landing thing, like why would we trust you gotta, NASA? You gotta have open mind about things. Cause if you're just closed minded, then you know, yeah, exactly. You're not going to be open. Like, you know, really it kind of stays itself. But you won't be like believe anything that anyone says. You'll never so learn. That's kind of hard, yeah. Yeah. So where do you guys stand on the? On I've already. I think it's round. Position. I think the Earth is round. I do too. I'm. I don't think they're crazy though. I think they're crazy. We I, have flown planes around the Earth. Yeah. I think we it's have satellites orbiting the Earth. <laughs> I think it's. I don't think it's too crazy i mean obviously i'm open-minded but i think there's enough evidence that it is round you know to overpower the flat evidence right definitely it is a weak theory it's 
It's an interesting one. I like I like the roots behind it. Like, don't believe what you were sho- what was shoved yeah, down your right. throat. You know, go out and figure it out yourself. So, I mean, and and they're not just like crazy hippies out there too. That's something that the documentary makes like very clear. Is like these are just normal people, and the only thing I mean, we all differ on things. Like I differ on things with Andre. I differ on things with Kai. Uh-huh. Differ on things with my wife. But the idea is that. They're normal people. They just differ on whether or not they think that the Earth is round or flat. Yeah. Um, they have regular jobs and regular life. For some people, though, I was watching and like, if you didn't, this guy was like looking, was like dating and stuff, and his girlfriend didn't believe that the Earth was flat as he did, and they broke up. So Ooh. there are extremists out Yikes. there, people that have started groups on Facebook and all that, but. Anyways. Now, let's say the Earth is flat. That would mean that Pearl Harbor was an inside job. Because there's no way a Japanese bomber plane would have had enough gas to go (laughs) under that way. (laughs) Yeah. Am I right? Uh, (laughs) Especially because... Yeah, there's no way. (laughs) I don't see it happening. Yep, that was my smooth segue into... Is the Pearl Harbor, was that an inside job? Okay, I haven't heard about this. I don't know um, much on Pearl Harbor. Alright, yeah, I know this much less than I do the moon landing. I would, I'm gonna say no. I don't think mm-hmm. it was an inside job. But right. continue. There are two different trails you could go on this uh, theory. One is that we were bombed by our own people, and the government sent people to bomb us. Uh, and that's not something I subscribe to. But the other theory is that we received transmission and we knew that the bomber planes were on their way and we deliberately chose to do nothing about it. Interesting. Now you're probably thinking... Is that, like, why? so they could bomb back? Well, so... For no reason. Probably to just control the mass of people. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of people. No, yeah. so this was World War Two, right? And yeah. ever once we finished in World War One, we were at this kind of standstill where we decided, you know, we're not going to deal with any foreign countries or whatever. We're just going to do with us and we're not going to get involved in any drama or anything. Mm-hmm. But we knew we had to get jump in on World War II, right? Because the Axis powers were winning. The Allies needed some help. And yep. the American people were in the mindset that we can't do anything about it because it's wrong. So when we received transmission that... Uh, Japanese planes were going to bomb us. That's a really good opportunity to oh, get the Americans to get involved. Yeah, yeah. Because if we're attacked first, then we have every right to fight back, and and then all the people would want to fight back as well. Yeah. That can make sense. Yeah, and it got a lot of people to draft. Yeah, it yeah. did. That's what brings patriotism. Mm-hmm. You no, know, combined mm. loss, I guess. Who was the president at the time for that? Oh, goodness. You probably want to look it up. Okay, I'm going to look it up because maybe Fillmore? Probably not. World War II? I don't think it was Fillmore. My dad's a U.S. history teacher and he's probably like rolling over right now in his grave. He's not dead. He's probably just like upset right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's not dead. Yeah, he's not dead. It was Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, that's awkward. Okay, Franklin Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. It was him and Harry Truman. Truman. That's what it says. I don't know enough about politics or even these presidents. To me, they're just names. 
Um, sorry, Ian. <laughs> uh, but to me, they're just names of people. So I don't know, like, their agenda um, and if they would – or I don't even know if the president has the power to veto something like that. Like, if the chief military guy under um, under Roosevelt at the time was like, well, let's just let them bomb us or let's bomb ourselves – I don't know if the president would know about something like that or um, like if he would allow that or even stop that or if he had the power to stop that. Um, Well, yeah, he either didn't hear about it or heard about it and chose to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I I think on this one, I'm going to say it wasn't an inside job. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the government didn't, um, didn't say anything though, Mm -hmm. either to control the people or to get into a world war, or if we did catch their like radio transmissions, like that's probably, that could show that we have better technology than they do. I'm sure we would have picked up on on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't want to blow our cover, especially if the world's going into a war. That makes sense. Um, so I don't think it was an inside job just because the, out of the pureness of my heart, I don't <laughs> want to believe that our government would bomb its own people. Right. Um, so I don't think it was an inside job, but I wouldn't be surprised if we knew and didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I stand. Yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm in the exact same spot. <laughs> I'm a little more, I do think that they received transmission. Because I, I do think we had better equipment. And yeah. we we had radars. We easily could have known yeah, no, that they were I, coming. I, I agree with that part. Like that 100% right. we would have known about it. Right. If we, you know, because we would have seen it. There's mm-hmm. no way it would have been passed. Yeah, and I think we did know about it. And they did nothing. Yep. Interesting. Um, before we go into our next conspiracy theory, please, if you're listening, um, do the research for yourself, form your own opinion. Um, we are going off of knowledge that we have and brief, very brief, uh, Googles that we're looking at. Mm -hmm. So, um, (laughs) find the documents, find the documentaries, find the podcasts, like do your own research. Um, don't just take If you think anything different, um, you can always DM us on Twitter. Yeah. Good way to plug that Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) The Um, college comrades. Yes, the college comrades. Not the just college comrades. Yep. Um, What else we got? (laughs) We got we did Pearl Harbor. What's this nine eleven one? I feel like this has the same ideas behind it as Pearl Harbor. Kinda, except it's much less. Oh, we heard about something, and this one is more Bush did this. Okay, I've heard that before. I don't. I don't know what I believe. I don't know too much. Okay, what, well, I know what happened, but I don't know, like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be an ignorant American <laughs> right here, but what is the whole deal with Bush? Like, why? That's its own question. Okay, <laughs> do we want to, ex- let's explore it. Well, so, do you mean in reference to 9-11, or do you mean in general? Well, I mean, I've heard, like, Bush did 9-11, right. or, like, people just, like, don't like Bush. Roses are red, Harambe's in heaven, George Bush did 9-11. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole, if it rhymes, it has to be true. Exactly. But what's the whole deal with Bush? And we're not talking about, uh, we're talking about junior. We're talking about the first one or the second one. The second one was the one president at that time, right? Yeah. 
Oh, man. Ian's going to kill us. George Bush Sr. was president in 2001, which is when 9-11 happened. Oh. Maybe, yeah. So, um, we were... I need to brush up on my history. <laughs> right. <laughs> Modern history, especially. We needed to declare war on terrorism. But there's no way we could get all these Americans to be inspired to go to war against something that they haven't experienced. Yeah. So, George Bush planned a um, a choreographed attack on the American... Trade uh, Center? Well, yeah, so on the World Trade Center and on the Pentagon. There was also a plane that hit the Pentagon. Yeah, I heard right. about that. Yeah, yeah. Now... We needed to have a devastation, so it hit the Trade Center, and we needed it to be a choreographed attack so it could be officially like a huge terrorism thing. So we had another plane hit the Pentagon. But the section of the Pentagon that it hit, because it only hit one section, uh, was under construction at the time. And there was nobody oh. in there except for like one janitor. R- so one R- person... Janitor. Yeah, one person died from that. You would think that seemed like you know it seems so if, so staged if it's that part. If I'm you know? a terrorist, I don't want to hit just one section, and I don't want to hit a section that's under construction. Yeah, you would do your like research at least a little bit to find out the most populated area in the yeah. Pentagon, right? Yeah. But there is, um, on the plane that was going towards the Pentagon, um, because there was another one that crashed in a field, right? Um. I mean, there were people calling on these airplanes saying, yo, like, our plane is hijacked. Mm-hmm. And they were calling their loved ones and, like, saying goodbye. So, and I know that there were people that were going to overtake the planes and were planning to and were going to fight back. So, I don't, I don't know. The Pentagon one falls through for me. I don't What do you mean think- on that? I don't think that – I don't uh, – I'm trying to figure <laughs> this out. Right. The, this is a theory that I don't believe in, but it's it's not like I believe in the moon landing or like I believe in the Pearl Harbor. Right. But this one I, uh, I struggle with just because it's something that you wouldn't think the government is willing or capable of doing. Right. You don't want to believe that at right. all. Yeah. You don't but, want to be against, but in it your was mind. awfully convenient that yeah. we were able to declare war on terrorism, and that we were able to that the Pentagon was just hit. The people with the most power at that point, you know, the yeah. Pentagon. Yeah, no I one. Uh, I think it's crazy. a coincidence that they hit the construction area. Right. Um. I don't think that was planned. I. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. I. Like to assume the best of our government. I like. I. Mm-hmm. I would. If, if Donald Trump came out in a news report and said like, "Yes, like nine eleven was planned. We did it." I would immediately move out of the country. No, you wouldn't. I. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I would. Anyways, I don't want the. All the all that to say, I don't want to be in a country where we do mass like slaughterings or terrorism mm-hmm. like that to control the people or to get them or to influence them happens. Yeah. And I know that like things like that on a micro lap level ha- happen every day that we don't notice that get people to join the military or 
get people to like go clean the ocean, which that's or to get people to be quiet about the moon landing. Yeah, I I don't think that like, you know, cleaning the ocean is a bad thing. Like that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. But for a government to like do some really nasty things and slaughter a bunch of people like to influence people to do whatever, like fill in the blank. I don't, I don't want to be in a country where that happens. <laughs> no, I, yeah, because then you happens, don't want that to right? happen to your family or anything right. like that also. Which makes sense. So know? I want to assume the best of our country. I want to, you know. But you got to stay alert, though, too, But it makes so. sense. Like, if I was to go start a cult today, <laughs> like, I would probably do some pretty messed up things to control the people. You know, mm-hmm. that's why cults work, is because they give people a purpose mm-hmm. and they probably do some things that aren't um like ethical at all right. but those things give someone a purpose they give someone meaning they give someone identity and while doing that they also put fear into someone and so if you are fearful of whatever will happen if you leave this cult um and you have security in that cult, why leave? You mm-hmm. know, unless someone tells you different, that's where you're going to stay. So, yeah. it makes sense to me. But the government's not a cult and probably didn't do 9-11. No, I, I don't <laughs> think they did. And I would be so heartbroken if they did. I would be too. I don't know how I would react, but not good. Um, What else have we got on this list? We got... <laughs> We got Tupac. Well, let's stay with the government thing. Okay. JFK. Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't really know much about that, but the theory just goes that JFK was supposedly assassinated by the U.S. government. Perhaps, uh, and actually there are two different theories. There's the one that the U.S. government chose to assassinate JFK, or there's one that JFK wanted to resign, so he put a body double in the car and... That's that. Interesting. And I, I've i heard that the parade he was on was never supposed to go down the street that he was on when he got assassinated. And it's awfully convenient that the shooters were on that street, I guess. Uh. Mm. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I don't think he was actually assassinated because I think he was a great president and I don't know why anyone would want to do that. Yeah, he I know did a, lot a lot of people good loved things him. for, for yeah. our country, at least from what I've heard. Right. Um, but I mean, people get money and power happy, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was not an inside... I don't think not that, an official government task. Right. I don't think the government, anyone in the government... Well, someone mm. in the government said, like, yo, let's shoot this guy. But I'm sure it was like a lower chief that just wanted to rise the ranks or something. Yeah. Probably something stupid like that. Um, yeah, that's what I got on that one. I ain't got much on JFK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got, uh, we got Tupac. We can talk. Oh, you want to go to Hitler? We want to, we can talk about Tupac. Well, I've, I've been talking a lot, and Tupac is where you two are going to go. Okay, shy. Andre, talk about Tupac. <clears throat> okay, um, there have been a lot of things, you know, that 
point to that he's not dead. Okay, hold I've on. Seen. Explain for people that are illiterate and don't get out much. People like you me. You know who Tupac is? Who's Tupac? <laughs> yeah, explain that. Okay, well, he, he's, <clears throat> he's a, he was a rapper. Um, not just under a the name rapper. Tupac Shakur, and uh, he had probably the most influence of any rapper of all time. And he was after with some beef um, with other uh, with East Coast rappers, and he's from the West Coast. And uh, he was murdered, and supposedly, yeah. There's a lot of reasons why he, you know, it, it seems. Weird that you know, like how they still haven't caught his killer, and it's been a while. <laughs> but <clears throat> I do know a, a couple things about it. Um, it well, um, I'm trying to remember when he was in jail for for rape, which I'm pretty sure he didn't commit. Um, he was reading a book about. An Italian war strategist named Niccolo Machiavelli. And um, in the book, he wrote about faking his death to fool his enemies. And (laughs) in Tupac's first album, Outside of Jail, he changed his name to Machiavelli. And it's all too, you know, too convenient that, you know, all this happened recently after he, you know, came out of jail. And, um... When he when he died, um, he died a couple of days later, you know, because he got shot. He died September thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. He died. And, I know was, a couple of days after he got shot. This was just after he got released, like uh, like a year or two, okay. or something like that, after okay. he got released. Uh, I'm going off of just brain knowledge right. and stuff I've seen before, um, but I know he didn't get an autopsy for a while. And then when they released photos, I remember seeing it and hearing that um, tattoos weren't in the right spot where they were on him, you know, when he was alive. And maybe, you know, it took a while because make it a, a body double. He says and he died uh, six days after he had been shot. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, that's it. You don't really... <laughs> It's it's crazy that like how you can't change a tattoo like that, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that's crazy and why it took so long to get a uh, an autopsy on him and why like his killer still wasn't found or anything like mm-hmm. what it, like he had his he had some crew with him ish well, I mean he had Suge Knight but he had crew with him um, that showed up pretty recently but like. When he tell him where the killer, which way he went, and people chase him down and eventually find him or something like that, yeah. it's right because he didn't die for six days. Yeah, it took like it's been like what twenty twenty some years. Yeah, uh-huh. almost twenty or twenty exactly. Something but like but isn't that just proof that he didn't die? Because if he, I mean, that he did die. Because if he didn't die, he'd be like, oh, this guy shot me. Yeah, but you know, maybe he was someone on his crew. To shoot him in places uh-huh. where he wouldn't die, or like he like he paid him, yeah, and then he just you know left. It's just you know it's crazy that like all the all the evidence doesn't really add up to him you know changing his name to Machiavelli, and that guy's literally talking about faking yeah. his death to fool his enemies, and he had beef with the East Coast. The the evidence 
that I see is all in his, all in his songs right after he gets out of jail. He's literally talking about the day he's going to die. And he mentions that a lot. Yeah. Um, and does he mention like, a date? Yeah, he mentions a date or like a time or a place, like all of. And I mean, these are loosely tied together. You know, uh-huh. as a rapper, you're trying to make the best flow, make the best beat, tell the best story. You're yeah. not necessarily trying to. You predict know, your death. Predict your death. Or <laughs> yeah, anything. and one of the, the so it's all loosely tied together. But there's a lot of evidence in his songs that he knew exactly where he was going and he knew exactly what he was doing. And I know in one in an interview, they were talking about him and like, well, like they asked him, like, uh, like worst case scenario, in like ten or like five years, and that was when he was like twenty or something like that, and he said. <clears throat> Worst case scenario is I'm dead or something like that. And I think that happened like a couple years later, his murder. So, yeah. So the big question is if he's not dead, then where is he now? A lot of people say Cuba. Because they've seen videos? Of guys who look exactly like him. Yeah, I've seen those floating around on Twitter. There is a a rapper, um, I, I don't remember his name, but he does sound exactly like him. And a lot of his music, he he mentions, um, you know, the t- the day he the died the death, and, yeah, and all that stuff, you know, because the, the day he was shot was uh, September seventh, um, ninety six. So it's like, so you know, it it is it's hard to believe, um, and it is crazy because he had so much going for him at that time because he was like yeah he was he had a bunch of like at his peak yeah he had he he had uh i don't know for sure how many albums i know he had like three or four or something like that at the Mm -hmm. time you guys can look it up and i know he had movies coming out he had a whole bunch of unreleased songs so he put he was putting in the work and then you know that happened so (laughs) that's crazy and a lot of people say that he wasn't even the target. Some people say it was Suge Knight. Right. And because he was, you know, like a, a corrupted kind of businessman, you know, the huh. the record label, uh, like the owner kind of thing, and that he was the target because he was aggressive in the way he yeah. did things. Dang. So, I mean, that's all I know off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> I've read more, but I don't remember, so... All right, so do we believe? What do you guys think? Do you, is Tupac alive? Well, this oh, and this could go the same for um, oh, what is it? The the prison in California, um, the guys that broke out of oh oh, uh, by the, I forgot what it's called. I'm thinking of island. Azkaban right now, and I know that's wrong because that's Harry Potter. Right. The island with uh, Alcatraz. 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 That's what it Alcatraz. is. So it's the same idea. These yeah. guys break out. Their bodies are never found. Same. No one knows if they made it. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows if they made it or not. Hmm. But with, with Tupac, we have his body. Okay, so uh, Tupac. Tupac, body. sorry. Tupac, is he alive? Yes or no? Um, I think no, but there's a lot of evidence why he could have faked it, and I think he would have come out by now. I mean, it's been 20, 22 years, okay. or 23 mm. years, something like that. Almost 23. So, I feel like he would have come out by now. And if not, um, maybe there's the person he was trying to get away from is still alive or something. So, All right. Kai, what do you think? Well, 
Today's the first I've heard of Tupac. Okay. Um, I really want to say, yeah, he could totally be alive. But, um, I don't, I mean, it's, no, I don't, I don't think he's alive. <laughs> All right. Um, I think he is. Okay. I, I, I think so? I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Hope. I'm hopeful. <laughs> he's doing some good stuff. Yeah. So I think he is. Um, what's, what, what's our time at? What are we at right now? We are at an hour and one minute, I think. Shoot. All right. Well, we, um, we could keep going. It, like, it's fine if we have an extended episode. Um, let's go to, um, let's go to the Hitler thing. Yes. I know that you want to talk about that. I do. And then <laughs> we'll do, we'll talk about, um, we'll talk about Area 51 and Aliens next podcast. That's Ooh, right. Yep. That's right. So, um, tell us, ask us, tell us about this Hitler thing. Inform us. Yep. So the theory goes that Hitler, uh, did not die. Or at least not when we found him. Because Mm -hmm. the way his death went, throughout, throughout the World War II, we found his body, golly, um, he died three or four times. Because we found body doubles of his. He would have just like a cabinet of people who looked sort of like him. Who he could just kill at a moment to get out of somewhere. And then everyone who was looking for Hitler would be like, oh, we found his body. And then he would just book, right? He'd leave. Mm-hmm. And we found like three of his body doubles. But when it came to the end of the war and we found, uh, well, we were working with the Russians to take down Hitler. Yep. And we hear... Over the comms that, oh, the Russians got, they, they took down Hitler. So, you know, we go over, and before we get to Hitler's body, they burnt it. The Russians burnt up Hitler's body, so we couldn't identify it. Uh, hmm. <laughs> and um, I know there's more to this theory, and I don't know as much as my friend August does, or as much as my dad does about it, but Hitler, uh, it was supposedly suicide, but yeah. that's something that Hitler, as a, um, they said he he killed his wife and then killed himself. That's what they say. Hitler as a Nazi, that would be something that's purely like terrible. Like that's despicable. Like he, it, it makes no sense for someone who is so proud and who believes that his race is so superior to just kill himself. Yeah, to it, give up. Right. It definitely uh, doesn't make sense that someone so powerful. I mean, even if. You know, even if we had officially won the war and Hitler was still alive with, like, a bunch of other people, like, a bunch of his followers, like, they could still, like, cause chaos. Chaos underground. So it yeah. doesn't make sense that he killed himself. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, is Hitler still alive? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I mean, well, I, I don't, I think he would a chance he could have been alive after that, like mm-hmm. you said. Right. Right, but I think he's dead by now. I, I mean, all the, done by now. everyone who's everyone who's seen the World War was either a kid or like anyone who's fought in World War Two was so young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but as the theory goes, Hitler left Germany after mm-hmm. losing World War Two and went to Argentina because they had I've a, heard that yeah. because they had a special base there, which, as far as I know, we haven't really looked into. Yeah, there is a significant amount of evidence why Hitler fled to Argentina, if anyone would want to look it up sometime. 
Huh. Make your own on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> Tell um, us what you think. I got one more because I don't want to leave it hanging. Right. Um. Actually, I got yeah, I got one more, which will segment into a question I have for you guys. Okay. Cool. So, um, the one that I'm presenting here is, um, do we actually have um, the cure for cancer or something like the common cold? Um, basically, the idea is that we have found it, um, and there are people like Nipsey Hussle that have died making um, documentaries and um, just like doing research um, to find the cure for cancer. I do believe that we have the cure for cancer or any, you know, like common cold or AIDS or something like that. However, I think that the pharmaceutical companies don't distribute that cure or... Because yeah, the cure because they would make more money um, tending to those sicknesses than they would off of curing Just giving them it away completely. Mm-hmm. Um, that that idea kind of deteriorates if you think about it. I mean, if you think about it, anything long enough, it'll deteriorate. But <laughs> that one kind of deteriorates because some say that you could make more money if you were to present the world with a cure for cancer or something like that. Um. Or you could get fame or um, whatever. But ultimately, if you hand out the cure for a virus or an illness or whatever, um, then you'll run out of money at some point. And pharmaceutical companies won't have the money to keep going. Um, What do you guys think? It's a fun idea to to theorize about this, but you're gonna have to do so much to convince me. Because right. <laughs> I mean, I've had a cold and I've taken cold medicine, and it helped. Right. And uh, the reason medicine, not like medicine over the counter, but prescription medicine is so expensive is because it took a lot of research to find it. And in regards to the idea of people searching for, um, a cure, right. And like running out of funds doing it. That's why we there are so many cancer foundations pursuing it. Like a bunch of people devoted so that you don't have to put in like your own. So you don't have to run bankrupt trying to find a cure for cancer. Yeah. But on the other hand, <laughs> people are money hungry. Well, right. yeah, that's like on the on the flip side. I mean, even going with the like foundations is like if you were to have a cure, you now have a bunch of extremely smart people mm-hmm. that are working towards nothing. Right. Like if you were to come out with a cancer cure that you have, then all of these foundations go away mm-hmm. because you, there's you, no need you found anymore. The I end. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. It, it takes seven years from when a new medicine is discovered or a new cure is discovered to actually make it onto the market. Yeah, because of the FDA. Right, and the incredible, thorough, stupid testing we do. Right. And Israel supposedly, a few months ago, came out in February, came out with a cure for cancer. Uh, but they're, it, their screening process only takes three years. So in three years, they might have 
released a cure for cancer, right. supposedly. What do you think, Andre? Um, I want to say that, like... Do we have the cure for cancer? If they had the cure, <laughs> they would release it. But like I said earlier, people are very money-hungry. Right. But there are those, you know, those, like, people, the young, um, very ambitious and passionate people who want to change. And I feel like if they had any knowledge about it or if they did find a cure, that they would have released it yeah. by now. Because, I, I mean, I guess people, they can change their mind. They're like, oh, I want this money instead. But, like, I don't... I really hope they're not like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, I've got one final question. Before we uh, head off. Before we, yeah, before we end this podcast. Um... Just to tie it all in a bow, all of these conspiracies have something to do with the government or um, believing what we've always been taught. So the question I have for you guys is, do you really trust the government or anyone feeding you information um, on these big topics? Do you trust that the government has your best interest do you believe that NASA has your best interest? Do you believe that the FDA has your best interest? Or are they really um, just working to obtain your money or power over you or your influence or trying to control us all from killing each other? Uh, I know that's broad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what do you guys think? I think for me, I do-ish. It's like It's like if I had to... You know, not in the fence where, you, you know, I don't know. But it's like a, I'm in the middle of don't know and do. It's like, I do trust them-ish, but I keep them at a distance. With yeah. Like, you know, so like, I, I will be, um, like, alert on anything. Like, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if, you know, they were not really for our best interest or anything, but... I hope they are, because uh, we voted them in. But. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kai? Um, the the questions you posed, I don't find necessarily um, counterintuitive. You asked, "Do we? Can I trust the government? And do they have our best interest?" Mm-hmm. I do think the government has our best interest in mind, but I also think that whatever the government touches, it makes worse. I think uh, less government is best government. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, wait, wait, wait. What about you? I, I was just going to get <laughs> okay. there. Um, does the government have my best interest? Um, I, I know that the leaders know way more than I do. I know that they know launch codes to nuclear missiles. I know that they... Um, know about hitmen. They know about the potential targets. They know about. Th- they know tons of things. So, do I trust them with that information? Yes. Do I trust them giving me that information? No. Um, does that make any sense? I think it makes. I think it makes sense. Like, I think. <laughs> I you know you trust them to do what they do yeah but if they're gonna tell us about something I feel like they would lie right right you yeah. know cause because they, they have to they, yeah like a lot of um, 
like the like the CDC and stuff, they'll they'll keep under a lot of like Definitely. diseases that we don't know about. Right. They'll keep that under the rug to you know not scare the public and you know cause outbreak kind of thing. Yeah, um, and a lot of these, I do trust them to like take care of it. Right, and a lot of these theories that we've talked about have just bled through the surface that they're trying to keep under, so to mm-hmm. speak, if we were to believe in all of them. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I think the government, I can trust the government with the information that they know, but I don't want, I don't, I don't trust what they're feeding the public. I think it, what they feed the public is to control the public. Hmm. But that's me being a, you know, a rebel <laughs> child and, you know, wanting yeah. to... I assume the worst in people, which I don't like. So, with all that to say, we should wrap it up. Because this is a long episode. Thank you for watching. Listening. uh, Listening. Or, you know, same thing. (laughs) Um, Thank you for watching your screens. Sorry, college conference episode three. With your ears. (laughs) Sorry, this was uh, a couple of days late, but we will be back on schedule. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, You can support us on Anchor. Um, what are objects that we need? I feel like we need another mic for our guest. Yeah, right. A guest mic, um, which we could really go out and buy, which we probably will. But anyways, Don't either forget, way, support us. Episode five. Yeah, episode guests. five. We got someone coming. Um, and we want to hear your ads. So pitch us your ads. Um, I think we could have some fun with them. So, thank you, and uh, we will see you next week. See ya. Bye.